got the band back together. Colson, you know, we did the two man last week, and these guys both said, "Hey, we 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 got to come back. We got to fix this." <laughs> <laughs> No, like, just worried, that's worried a one-week thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought we were going to lose the sponsors. <laughs> right. We did all right. We hung in there. It was there was less uh, there was less stats and facts than usual, right. but you know, podcast from the gut. Lots of gut casting. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> a lot of gut casting. You know, there's a market for that. For whatever it is that uh, Colson and I do, the two of us. Uh, you have a beautiful radio voice, and I just gut cast. <laughs> you're saying that you're saying there's a market for that. I think maybe you should cut out the me part, and there might be a market. Okay. I think we might be our own prime demographic. So, <laughs> if not all of us are here, we get much better rating. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. We had two listeners this week. <laughs> I think we should start selling advertising. Yeah. Doubled our listenership last week. Mm-hmm. It's a super weird headline. Raptors Fred Van Vliet describes 2021 season as, quote, most unpure year of basketball I've ever been a part of. Wow. Like they're vampires or something? What's happening? <laughs> Yeah, he didn't play in the '80s. There's a lot of cocaine then. Yeah, <laughs> is, he, is, he a, is he is he handing out purity tests? What's going on? Super weird. Huh. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year. To tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? Hitler. Just prepare to... Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a wash and unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is April eighteenth, twenty twenty-one, and this is episode five twenty. Company from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida the man behind the dials, and season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a two- and three-ish week of basketball uh, with games against Memphis, the Clippers, Houston, Utah, and Atlanta. Uh, Joining me this week are all three of our analysts, coast-to-coast like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor. Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Good to be back. Sorry I missed you last week. Uh, shout out this week to the city of Indianapolis, my hometown. It's been a r- rough week uh, for Indianapolis. Our thoughts are with uh, all the families uh, and friends of those that um, were murdered in the FedEx facility 
last week. Um, I got no words, but uh, my heart is with you, Indianapolis, and we'll get through this. From Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Yeah, it was a rough week here in Indianapolis. Uh, also lost our once and always coach, Bobby Sick Leonard. So, shout out. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What's going on, fellas? Before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you, this show is brought to you by you. If you head over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, uh, you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. Uh, we've got a couple different tiers. The, the higher ones get you a koozie shipped right to your house. Um, anyway, it's a, a way to support us directly if you enjoy what we do. Patreon.com slash undebeatables uh, you can head it to the, the show notes as well to get a link right to it all right guys a lot of other stuff going on in the world but uh in the world of basketball we had a, a two and two and three ish week colson we the, the the memphis game was was going on as we were recording last week uh, we won the game so this was last sunday april 11th as we said uh but they they won 132 125 um did not uh, fully fold in the fourth quarter. Um, it, it was the best win of the week, even though it didn't really count this week because right. we sort of already. Yeah, we'll we'll take the win. Yeah, <laughs> Karis LeVert gets uh, thirty four points. Malcolm Brogdon twenty nine, and uh, Demonis Simonis eighteen and fifteen. Um, yeah, it's a nice win. A nice win. Yeah. Uh, Against a playoff team yeah. in the West, and, yeah. and some uh, some good individual performances as well. Yeah. It's like that thing you can only fold a piece of paper like seven times, eight. so every eighth game we're good in the fourth <laughs> quarter. <laughs> so. That's how that works. That's right. It's been proven by mathematics. Uh, <laughs> we cannot lose every game. Uh, Tuesday, April thirteenth, Pacers taking on the hated. LA Clippers. Um, they lose this one, 115-126. Uh, good performances, though. Malcolm Brogdon, 29 points. Karis LeVert, 26. Uh, Sabonis, uh, double double, 20 and 13. But Paul George wanted to uh, show that he made the right move and then the, the second right move to get to LA. Uh, <laughs> he took the long way to get there, but he got his 36 points, uh, nearing a triple, triple double. And uh, Marcus Morris dropping 22 on us as well. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about this game. Uh, but uh, moving on to Wednesday, April 14th, um, taking on Houston in, away against the Rockets and lose this one. I'm sorry, win this one. Um, it's Houston, right? They, they got nobody <laughs> yeah. left. Um, 132 to 124. Pacers win this one. Uh, Karis LeVert, this guy's putting, getting some some work in on the points side. 27 points uh, this game. And Brogdon, 23. Sabonis, 22 and 10. Uh, but yeah, nice uh, a, a nice win on the road. It's the last win of the week, though, um, because the Pacers took on the Utah Jazz Friday the 16th. Um, 
and this is a 3 p.m. game, I think, uh, Eastern time. Uh, Pacers come up short 111 to 119. Um, look good for, for stretches and uh, could not hold on. But uh, Karis LeVert again, leading scorer, 24 points. Sabonis, 22 and 15. Uh, Goga, looking pretty good off the bench, 13 points. Uh, but not a match for uh, uh, Bogdanovich. Um, lit us up for 24. And the final game of the week, this was uh, earlier today. And Pacers lose to the Atlanta Hawks. 117 to 129. Um, you know that was that game was 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 close until until it wasn't um, late, late too. Like it was tied. It was tied like pretty late in the game, and we still ended up losing by 12. Um, Brogdon got 29 points. Uh, Sabonis 18 to 14, looking good over there. Uh, but Trey Young, as he always does against us. Uh, torches us for 34, 11 assists, and uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, 23 on us. Clint Capella, 25 points, and 24 yeah. rebounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we, we shoehorned in the Memphis game so we could talk about it. We, you know, we could actually have a conversation about it, but um, two and three week of, of basketball. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling great right now uh, about about where we're at. Where, where, where do you guys feel, Jason? Is this as bad as it seems? Like we we should beat we should beat the Hawks. Well, it's, we got to beat the Hawks. I mean, let's let's uh, flip it around. Let's do silver lining. We have an identity now. Um, we beat bad teams, and we can hang with good teams for three to three and a half quarters and then fall apart. So at least you know what you're getting night in and night out, right? Uh, True. And we, we don't rebound worth a, a damn, basically. Um, yeah, tough week. I mean, it's especially heartbreaking when Paul George, you know, guts you in your own building. Uh, that's no fun. And... Uh, Thought we could steal that Utah game being at a weird time. Um, it was 1 o'clock local, I guess, in Utah. I'm not sure why that game was played at that time. Does anybody know? Like, the NBA just wanted to try and see if ratings... Get those in before Go Bear starts licking stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, got no- I got nothing on why that would be. Uh, it- it's a day game. Like... It's it's a day game, a weekday day game with no holiday. Like that's like Mormon evening though, one o'clock. It's, it's like, true. That's a good point. Yeah, I thought maybe they were just Mormon happy hour to, to see what ratings might be for like who everybody that's working at home on a Friday afternoon, like who's gonna take off work and like, just watch the game. Um, and I bet the numbers were pretty good. So um, even though it was Utah, Indiana. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Brogdon looks good. He can score some buckets. But, I don't know. <laughs> Colson, what do you got? <laughs> I thought you were going to feel better. Uh, no. no. No, 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 no. I actually appreciate what you said. We were starting to get an identity. Um, 
we really pushed the pace this week, mm-hmm. um, and we, you know, we were just running downhill off misses, off makes, off all the time. We were just getting to the basket and uh, scored a lot of points doing that. And we put up 45 in the first quarter against the Grizzlies. Um, you know, we won wire to wire against Houston. Now, granted, Houston's probably the worst team in the league, um, and they got within six late, and I got a little nervous. But um, that kind of pressure that we're putting on defenses really worked. I mean, we were only down two at the half against the Clippers. Um, you know, we were um, not only competitive, but beating, dominating the Jazz for, you know, two and a half quarters. Um, <clears throat> we got down big in that Atlanta game, but yeah, I, th- I thought, uh, yeah, we're down 20 in the first quarter, but um, <laughs> but I thought we scrapped our way back and uh, played defense, which is really... I thought the first time this week that we really put an emphasis on defense. And I'm thinking to myself, if we can put this this pace thing where we're just scoring at the rim connected to this scrappy defense thing, we might be able to string together some wins. <laughs> um, because we looked really good defensively there uh, for, I don't know, two quarters against Atlanta before falling apart again in the fourth quarter because we can't win in the fourth quarter because this team doesn't believe that it can win. Um but I thought we put together, you know, lots of good quarters. I sound like I sound like Nate Bjorkman right now. We played three great quarters. Don't look at the, the don't don't look behind the curtain of the fourth quarter. It's, it's <laughs> like, um, yeah, no, I, I there there's some some, some uh, positives to take out of this. I thought Lamb had a nice week. Um, I thought, um, you know, it's devastating to get beat by old Pacers like Paul George and Bogdanovich. Um, because man, both of those guys are really good. And Nate McMillan. Um, oh yeah, there was and some, Nate McMillan. Yeah, there was some hot yeah, yeah, Nate yeah. on Nate action on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Fred Van Vliet is talking about. Is this you know, pure <laughs> league? Uh, Harper, did you uh, did you catch this uh, Levert uh, getting uh, benched for his lack of defense in the Atlanta game? How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, did the defensive effort where we gave up 129? I mean, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like I feel like all season we've been able to either play offense or defense, but never both. And you know, I don't know. I mean, send a message, right? I mean, sure, why not? Try something. Um, you know, I'm with you. There were some high points this week, but, you know, you get down – and tough teams too. I mean, Utah plays at a mm-hmm. very, very high level. Obviously, the Clippers are a, on the short list for a championship this year. Atlanta is a top half of the bracket team. Um, yeah, and they've been playing well lately. I think they're 8-2 oh, in yeah. their last 10 or something like that. So, Absolutely. Just really a lot of tough competition. Uh, but that said, you know, you got to go out and <laughs> – win games that's your, that's the job yeah. right so um yeah defensively yeah i mean I, miles turner didn't even I get a block in this game he finally came back i, I mean that's the thing <laughs> it's like I, I i don't know if this is all on lavert's you know all at lavert's feet given the fact that we expect them to go out and score 25 a night for us to have a chance in the current environment right i mean apparently we got to score 120 because we give up 119 even to the jazz at this point so Right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying that uh, the, the, all the defensive problems are, uh, uh, you know, at Levert's uh, feet. But, uh, you know, coach yanked him pretty early 
Um, and uh, and then he came back in later and got burned two times and got yanked again. Um, and then he didn't get put back until very late in the game. Um, so, um, you know, I thought those were directly related to uh, Bogdanovich or, yeah, Bogdanovich just lighting him up. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, we were in it. It came down to some, you know, they hit some big shots just – up and down their lineup from three point land deep in that fourth quarter, right? Yeah. Got, oh man. You know they got yeah, Trey Young not just Trey Young beating us, but yeah. you know Herder and sure. you know Boogie and all those guys. So they just they they got some timely shooting when we just haven't. Even relative to our poor fourth quarter play this season, we have been bad the last seven or eight games. You know we're just we're giving up a high percentage and we're shooting a low one, and that's just not going to get the job done. Um, you know, maybe you can eke something out if you're getting, you know, a bunch of turnovers or dominating the glass, but uh, those things haven't been happening either. Yeah, and this all this pushing the pace and running up and down and getting to the bucket is great until you get the fourth quarter when defensive change, defenses change, right? And we don't seem to have a solution for that right now. I mean, we just need to be up by 20 going into the fourth from this, this run-and-gun idea, and we're, we're not, you know? Um, you know, down three against the Clippers going to the fourth. You're like, well, there's a chance, but not not this team. You know, yeah. um, you know, we're up what ten going against Houston, and you're like, uh, maybe this thing's in doubt. <laughs> you know, why am I so nervous? <laughs> we're tied up going against the Jazz. And I'm like, well, this one's over, even though Mitchell's injured. Like, we just can't we can't produce in the fourth. I mean, in theory, like some good run and gun should pay dividends in the fourth, right? We should be able to wear down these other teams and really have success in the fourth quarter. That's something that should be available to us. But uh, it, it seems more like we are running ourselves off the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're wearing ourselves out. Yeah, yeah. kind of right. So yeah, yeah, it's not good. Not good at yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we definitely want to be like the Golden State Warriors from. You know, four years ago, like, you know, that's what Nate has in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we ain't there. No, we are not there. Yeah. Well, I thought um, sort of the second team guard play has been, you know, steadily good. I thought that's uh, yeah, a bright spot. Yeah. I thought Aaron Holiday put in some nice minutes this week and um, Sumner is still remaining active and McConnell's doing his thing. Um, McConnell's been brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he just continues to be brilliant. But there's something about that starting lineup that's just not clicking. Because it's like we're in these games until, you know, sort of that starting crunch time five comes in to close out the game, and then it's like they have no rhythm or the things that were working early in, earlier in the game just get taken away, and there's no sort of... Uh, counterpunch at some level um and then defensively we cannot get a stop and when we do get a stop we do not get the rebound and you know it happened two times crucially in that jazz game bogdanovich got one offensive rebound on us and there was i forget who else got the other one but they get you know they're getting second chance points and then they just like seal seal the game with that and it's just heartbreaking Happened down the stretch against Atlanta, too. Capella gets, you know, a couple big offensive rebounds when we get a stop. Yep. You know, we're only down three or six, you know, and, and you know, they end up scoring a three-pointer on it, and then, the, you know, it's out of reach. 
Um, I, you know, I think the defensive pressure isn't there with that starting unit. Like I just, it's just not there. Um, and and I, the 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 bench scraps. They just they dig into you. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the Aaron Holiday, T.J. McConnell, like you know, these guys are in your jersey, and um, you know, it's it's it doesn't seem to be there with the, that starting unit. Yeah, do we need uh, do we need a Jimmy Butler to come along and call everybody soft? Is that what this team needs? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, we've talked about how defense and rebounding is effort and energy, you know, and those things we're getting beat on. So maybe. Who, who who's the leader on that starting lineup? Who's in charge? I mean, Bro- you know? Brogdon. Is he? I mean, he's just so smooth and so quiet and like i don't you know he's not getting <laughs> is that anybody's, a good or a bad thing yeah he's not getting anybody's face about defense for sure yeah i mean i would like to see him step up his game defensively as well too i mean like he's a guy yeah. that no he's not great defensively. that we were excited about when we got him because he's a big rangy guy that's also strong and you know can move pretty well but i i mean this season maybe is an aberration and maybe he's I don't know, been sort of fighting an injury all year or something like that, but I haven't been impressed with his defense at the point of attack. I mean, I haven't watched as closely yeah. as I typically do, but, you know, it's... it's You've also seen a lot more zone, which is, yeah. you know, right. hides his one-on-one prowess. That's true. That's true. But it seems like it when we need a stop or we want to slow down a perimeter guy, we put Justin Holiday on that player, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um I mean, that being said, Brogdon had, you know, gave some good minutes against LeBron and that, it, like the Lakers game and stuff like that. So it's not all lost, but, but yeah, you're right. I think Colson that, that, that intensity, it seems like much more of the focus is on playing offense up tempo. Like that's what Bjorken wants. And that as a natural byproduct of that, we will also have activity on the defensive end, but I'd, don't think it's there i think we just end up scrambling and yeah being in trouble yeah that 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 feels truthy and you know we certainly haven't shown that killer instinct to really put teams away you know late in the third early in the fourth and really build up a big lead to insulate ourselves either right right which if you're gonna run a super fast-paced offense yeah give yourself a little bit of room for error right Right, that certainly helps and we haven't been able to show the killer instinct on the offensive end. We haven't been able to show the killer di- instinct on the defensive end. So, you know, where's it going to come from? Mm, I don't know. Joey? You uh, Brissett, Bris- <laughs> maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah. He had a nice Shout game out. against the Houston Rockets. Who's that? Who's that? Brissett? Oh, yeah. There you go. He saw some, some legitimate minutes. Hitting threes, being active, getting dunks. They had Jacoby out there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, I, and also, you know, again, you, I, Joe, you mentioned uh, Goga in, uh, uh, I was at the Jazz game, I think. He he looked great. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that these, these uh, maybe less talented players uh, who were, you know, um, playing for their NBA careers or, or bringing the kind of energy we need and that's not coming with the starting unit. And um, I don't know. Mm. 
I mean, you got to be happy with a lot of the development that we've seen. I mean, you know, Sumner and Holiday. I mean, those those guys have been good. Goga. I mean, these guys have really, really been coming along. Um, you know, I, I just I, I hate how much I miss TJ Warren, <laughs> but but he's yeah. kind of my guy in these situations, right? Especially sure. after watching last year in the bubble, it's like that's our toughness guy on a lot of levels like he's not a right. super vocal leader either but he goes out and plays super hard-nosed basketball it's a really especially in crunch time and plays defense you know, yeah absolutely and yeah. uh you know right now it just feels like a thing that we're missing brogdon super good guy and you know a lead and, by and having a career sort of year yeah you know for sure yeah. uh and, and mcconnell you know he's good at you know he, he he does what he can i saw a really funny article it's just like uh, to, to, today, I can't remember what what side it was on, but it was like uh, TJ McConnell's a huge nerd. It's just like a clip of him like pumping dudes up, <laughs> like super nerdy coach talk. But uh, <laughs> you know, he he may not be the the get everybody riled up guy either. Um, and Sabonis seems like a super nice dude, you know. So where's the nasty Colson? That's what I'm saying. Right. Where's the nasty? Right. Yeah, I agree. Well, we are currently the Pacers sit at. Uh, let me I just had this up. We're twenty six and thirty, so we're uh, what is that? A game and a half behind Charlotte for the eighth spot, and uh, two and a half games behind Miami for the seventh spot. A full four games behind New York for the sixth spot. So, because uh, New York and Miami both won today. That's right. And, of course, Atlanta beat us today. So the East did us no favors. Atlanta's fourth in the East. Yeah. 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 What a world. They're they're good. Um, We only have 16 games left in the season. Uh, This sort of snuck up on me. (laughs) All of a sudden, we're almost through this season, right? Um, The good and or bad thing for the Pacers, I don't know, is that 11 of those 16 games are at home. Uh, Joey, for the Pacers to maintain their streak of going over 500 at home, uh, they're going to have to go 10 and one in those 11 home games. Uh, certainly possible. We, you know, are we going to see Colson shades of the, uh, when was that? Like the 2001 Pacers or two Pacers where, uh, Antonio Davis, let us down the stretch. We won our last five games to make it into the playoffs. Oh, oh, Dale Davis. Dale, Dale Davis. Davis. Dale yeah. Davis. Came Sorry. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we sign, yeah, can we pos- sign him real quick? <laughs> <laughs> we could use some Dale Davis nasty right now. Definitely could use that. Even though he's like 50 now. I mean, doesn't matter. But he's still probably tougher than still, everybody on our team. But like a 90s, <laughs> like someone from the 90s, like that translates the nasty from there. uh I don't know how well that would translate to today's uh, culture. I think it would really help us on the boards. Right, but I'm saying yeah. the, the, there might be some I mean, complaints to HR. He's an older guy. <laughs> you know, he, he We can't have him out there 35 minutes a night anyway. So <laughs> sure. go out there, let Play him get 15. his two tees in three and a half minutes. <laughs> three and get, and the, half. <laughs> get the team stoked. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, shout out to Goga Batadze for uh, – one of the most hilarious technical fouls uh, I've seen this year. It was the Jazz game, I think. Um, yeah. 
he got frustrated. He got called for an offensive foul. He chucked the ball up in the air. 75 feet or something like that. Just threw, <laughs> threw, threw. <laughs> and the best part was never coming back. The best part was Quinn Buckner was like, or Kristen Aaron, I forget who it was. It was like, what's going on here? Goga got a technical. What? I, what? <laughs> they must have not have seen him with this egregious, like, yes, like chucking a ball. Launch the ball. Well, they couldn't the see where the ball was because it was still exactly. in the air. That's right. All right. Well, Pacers this week. So, oh, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, just, just, uh, so um, you're about to to tell us what what's going on this Correct. week, and I just want to uh, I want to say that I know what's coming up because um, <laughs> I've looked at the schedule. Um, this Atlanta loss, I think, is a bigger problem than uh, we'd like to believe. Um, I think this this Atlanta game is the beginning of. You mentioned there's only 16 games left, but this is a most crucial stretch to see if we what we want to do um, for postseason positioning. And this Atlanta loss really hurts us. Well, the problem with that game is, is on the first half of a back-to-back, in which we are four of nine, four and nine so far this season, and we're like eight and four on the back end. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, then I expect to win this next game. Then it's very weird. Yeah. So Monday, hosting. The San Antonio Spurs, uh, who Dub. who have been yeah in a not great way lately, but poorly coached, very poorly, poorly coached. coached. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> uh, Wednesday, uh, April twenty first, hosting the OKC Thunder. Saturday, hosting the Detroit Pistons, and Sunday. Second night of back back at the Orlando Magic. Those, my friends, are four completely winnable games. We gotta sweep this week. Oh, we right? gotta, we sweep, gotta one, sweep. Right? We gotta sweep. I this mean, week. if we have hopes of, I, I mean, I think that our chances of getting out of the play-in tournament are very, very low at this point. But if we can, what you would like to do is be in the seventh or eighth spot. So that you at least got right. two shots to make it into the actual play. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. So we can lose the first game of a back-to-back and then win the second. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're basically guaranteed two games of experience for the young guy, which is basically what this season has become about for right. us. Right. Oh, right. so this right. is right. like – that's a really specific con to, like, get into the – the, yeah, get into the play-in, but make sure you're in the in the top half of that Seven. bracket – so you can have your young guys play a lot and lose. Is that what is that what you're saying? I, I, I'm saying at minimum you'll get two games. Okay. Okay. Kind of. And Charlotte is catchable. Joe's already positioning I mean, to Charlotte lose. Charlotte is catchable. They've yeah. lost four straight. No Gordon Hayward for an extended period of time. No Lamella Ball. Yeah. For the rest no of the Lamella year, Ball. So. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's you should catch be able to get Charlotte, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> of course we should. Whether um, so we will if, or not is another question. Right. If if we don't go three and one this week, I'm calling for full on tank. Like sit everybody. We just don't play any of the starters anymore. We play our third team for the rest of the season. We have to go at least three and one. But I don't even know. Like like right like, what and so the plan I don't know that we could fall out of the playoffs. You That's know the yeah. thing. <laughs> It's too you wanna, late. You want to out tank Washington? Yeah, I mean mm. that's the thing. Like, because the thing is, 
<laughs> if it turns in, if it turns into like a tank war, the other teams can escalate their game as well. You know. Yeah, you not want to launch a launch a ground war in the eastern in the bottom half of the eastern conference. <laughs> That's what they've always said. Age old wisdom. That's it. Uh, Sun Tzu had said that, I think, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, team. Well, um, we'll be back with you on Thursday, I'm guessing. We might, we might revisit this topic. Um, but uh, let us know how you feel about the, the, uh, the application of tanking to our arsenal um, on Twitter. You can hit us up there um, at Undebeatables or Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. There's also a contact form there. You can use that to uh, send us a message if you'd like that. Um, also, email. Shout out at TheUndebeatables.com. And we got some t-shirts for sale on the website slash store. For our once and always Hall of Fame coach... For our once and always coach, now in the Hall of Fame. Damn it, how do I do it? For the architect Donnie Walsh and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Sicklinard. Turn out the lights, the party's over. Mostly nailed it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, you know, I was all I was thinking about was trying to do it right for him and then i forgot what i was supposed to say beforehand yeah (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. (laughs) i do nice and simple like he used to and then i just i lost the thread you know that's what happened i i i took this harder than i should have probably i mean since i don't know the man tough week man it was everything about this week we did meet him yeah we did meet him um but I, you know, you feel like you know him, right? You know, because you just spend all of those games watching the game with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there was a. We should link to this. There was a really good um, athletic article. Uh, Bob Kravitz interviewed um, Mark Boyle, and there was a there was a paragraph in there where he's like, "They, it's it's not a a." a a necessarily hard argument to make that Slick Leonard sort of saved Indianapolis, right? Because without uh, the Pacers, you don't have the revitalization of downtown um, that happened, right? And basically, Slick's... And you don't have the Colts. Yeah, you don't have the Colts. You don't have Circle Center Mall. You don't have um, Cultural Trail. You don't have this reinvestment in downtown, right, and making it a, a destination city, and I just thought that was really interesting. I never thought of it, sort of in that, mm. con- like the impact that he had on the city as a whole, not just the franchise. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He's right. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, peace, Slick. Yeah. <laughs>